Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future, one playing the theme song minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. I'm Scott Corelli, and joining us again today, Pat Driscoll. Welcome hey, back. How's it going, guys? Happy to be here. Hello. Today awesome. we are going back to minute 107, which starts with uh, Doc and Marty staring lovingly into each other's eyes before uh, Doc goes back to the future, Natch, and ends with Marty back in bed, thumb firmly up his ass where it belongs. That's <laughs> such an uncomfortable position. I, mean, I love. I love that he does it again. Yeah, I mean, or, I mean, really, like you just you just talked. To, you didn't just talk about what was at the beginning and end of uh, of the minute. You really just talked about everything that is in the minute because there's really nothing else. That's it. <laughs> well, we have I, I have this the really funny thing. idea where you know where like the 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 theme kind of plays again as as Doc goes goes to the future but it's kind of a little bit quieter i was like how how what a weird dumb joke it would have been if the score just cuts as soon as he goes back <laughs> da, da, da. like it was blaring out of like he had it blaring out of the <laughs> yeah, door exactly like an exactly ice cream truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time yeah. <laughs> what a what a really interesting way to focus on marty and have the score playing, but to not focus on the DeLorean going back to the future. Yeah, it's yeah. strange. I think it's, a, it's a really cool little, really cool little touch. I, I like it. Uh, also, a weird little touch is uh, the decision to have the DeLorean only drive like you know twenty five miles an hour to go back in time. Yeah, like yeah, like that thing was barely over yeah. 50. <laughs> it was the, that was the slowest eighty eight miles per hour I've ever seen. <laughs> it did seem pretty slow. And you'd Marty kind of barely kinda be able to back. register it if it was going 88 miles an hour in that neighborhood. Yeah, I feel like that's kinda... that's like the scene in the uh, like 50s teen movie where the guy's like trying to peel out to impress the girl. Only this is like Doc trying to impress Marty. Look! Watch! 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 <laughs> look what I can do, Marty! Marty! Look what I can do! <laughs> Just skids out. Over. I've already done it. <laughs> so, so as we discussed in the last minute, uh, Marty says goodbye to Einie, which means Einie's in the car, which means he went to the future. He went to the future, yeah. With Doc, I look. I so just immediately dies. confession. Confession. When I was a kid, Back to the Future Two was my favorite, and I watched it the most. However, since getting older, this has been my favorite for you know. 10 years or so something like that mm-hmm. and i've watched this a bajillion times whereas the sequels i don't watch nearly as much so i don't remember einstein be- being in the car when doc comes back from the future so what the hell happened to einstein i think he it lived sounds... all those 30 years <laughs> in just I, I the really... car ride and he sh- they get there and he's just dead <laughs> okay so I, I hate to already talk about the second one but just imagine like okay the second one starts and like it's Doc it's Jennifer they will new Jennifer which we'll get we'll, we will get freaking yeah. into yes. don't worry about yeah. it uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then Doc and it's like oh you know roads are only roads and then <laughs> I was like hey Doc Doc wait wh- wasn't I in the car with you <laughs> oh and then have you guys ever seen Looper <laughs> yes yeah you know that that montage of Bruce Willis's life. <laughs> <laughs> it's like thirty years. 
<laughs> the beautiful music in the background, and it's just like it's just Einstein like robbing banks and like becoming a, a looper, falling in love. Yeah, putting those putting those like drops in his eyes. And then, but except that montage is an hour and a half, and that's the whole movie. Oh man, yeah, age, I'm in. Age of Viney. No, I'm in. He's, he's got a prosthetic chin. <laughs> wow! 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 <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, it's it's crazy. I don't. Yeah, we'll I, I have to be on know. the lookout for that. I'm really, yeah. I'm really excited. That I know. I kind of hope I'm just not remembering Einstein in the car. I'm sure our our listeners will be the first to be like, "Oh well, uh, this is where Einstein is," or, or what yeah. have you, because that they're usually pretty good about that. Well, yeah, and but, and, and we're, we're trying. We're actively not watching Back to the Future Part Two right. until we start working on it. Right. Right. Exactly. Makes sense. Um, That's very good. So, ten twenty. Like oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, yo, I like the detail. This is just a small thing. I like the detail of Marty going into the house through the backyard. Oh, oh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like that detail because that's that's what you do at your your own home. Yeah, like you don't go through the front door. Like usually, people don't go through the front door in their own home. It's like a thing. Um, and especially and when I, it's I so late. I can't tell you how many friends I've had where, you know, you never go to the front door. You always go to the side door. Like, that's how you know that you're really good friends with them and know the parents really God. well because you don't have to go to the front door anymore. You just, like, walk up to the side door and walk in. Sure. Um, and so, I do it so all the time in really, your place. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I really like that little detail of him going into the backyard to go go inside. I've, I've like never thought about that, but that's a hundred percent the case. Like I, yeah. I, even at my mother's house now, I always go in the side door. Yeah. It's yeah, very interesting. Totally. Huh. Yeah. It also is a cool little way to, uh, you know, keep the uh, surprise for when he wakes up. Cause if he were to right. walk into the front door, who knows what he would see? That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, like Pat said, ten twenty eight a.m. and the alarm goes off. That's yeah, a late time to be setting, like setting your alarm. At that point, just don't set an alarm. It is Saturday though, right? Yeah, but yeah, still, Saturday. I feel like then just oh leave it no, see, I actually do keep alarms on the weekend because I don't unless it's been a special Friday night where I'm like I need to sleep until yeah. I need to wake up. But if there's like if it was just I feel a regular, like this is, I feel like if there was ever a special Friday night, <laughs> this is it. <laughs> That's, well, this is an alarmless Saturday. <laughs> this guy just spent a week in 1955. Yeah, made this, out with his mom. You're right. This is an alarmless Saturday for sure. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna unplug the alarm tonight. Make, you, you know, know what? Can wake me up. You know what? The hell with it. <laughs> just throws the alarm out the window. This would be a little me treat. Oh man. But yeah, so it's weird enough that he has a set has the alarm set. But you know, you know what? Respect. Maybe maybe he doesn't want to sleep more than eight hours, so he just. I sets hate, it I hate wasting hours. a Saturday if I can help it. It's true. It's true. But but then my it. real question is, who sets an alarm for ten twenty eight? Yeah, unless you're thinking of the snooze. Oh, maybe maybe he set it for fifteen and you're then he hit the snooze. The snooze, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Or right, you're right, no. Right. I'm saying maybe you set it for 10:28 and trying to get up at like 10:45-ish. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Or here's the deal. Maybe he, you know, maybe like he has to be on. He has to be somewhere. Maybe like his favorite show starts at 10:30, and that gives him like a half hour to, you know, like take a shower. <laughs> 
eat some cereal. Sure. Yeah. I wonder what show um, that is. <laughs> so the alarm goes off, and uh, Back in Time starts playing our theme song. There uh, it is. about Marty. This show's theme song. Uh, and it was... It was number three on the Billboard charts, despite not actually having a single, which is interesting. Nice. Wait, so that song was not released as a single? Yeah, no, it was not released as a single, but it still managed to get to number three on the Billboard charts. Really? Oh. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, right? Power of the news. Yeah. That's how you you know an album You said you had something controversial to say about Huey Lewis and the news. Oh god, I hate Huey Lewis in the news. I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> forgive me if you've talked about this already. I love how this movie is like Marty is like a rock and roller. That's like his thing. He talks about mm-hmm. rock and roll. He says it all the time. And Huey Lewis in the news could not be a more like sanitized, preppy, like not <laughs> rock and roll band. I mean, in retrospect, it's fine. Like the nostalgia stuff. There's some good songs, but that was like for the '80s. That was like the death of rock and roll, and that was the band that got chosen <laughs> to record the songs for the movie. It's so weird. Yeah, it's interesting because because Huey Lewis is a weird choice for Marty, but I imagine it's because every other band said no. Yeah. <laughs> because because if you look at the rest of Marty's musical taste. None of it yeah. matches up with Huey Lewis on the news. Totally. I'm like, I, I really love Huey Lewis on the news, but it doesn't really make any sense in the movie. Like in the context of Marty as a character, you why know it's very he love similar Huey Lewis to so much. Well, it's very similar to how you know, like you know, Juno and Juno has all of these like really cool like death metal like you know kind of like like shirts and and posters on her wall but then the soundtrack is all like Kimia Dawson and like Bell and Sebastian. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's weird I, too. I'm well I, I will say hey, I don't think hating Huey Lewis in the news is that controversial of a of an opinion, so I think you're no. in the clear okay. there. Okay. Okay. Um, no, anybody <laughs> I, I, it. no, no, I mean and it, I, I I really I, like I Huey Lewis in the news. Well, but I could it's not in general but like hating Huey Lewis on the news on a Back to the Future podcast, I could see <laughs> that's kind of being where a little I was, trepidatious. That's where I was going. Yeah, I think that's yeah. where sure, I was yeah. fearing more than anything. <laughs> yeah, but um, I will say uh, with age, I think it'll, it. I think Huey Lewis in the news actually is kind of perfect though because Back to the Future isn't cool. You know, like it's it it's 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 cool. I mean, like it it's a great it's a classic movie. But it's not even when it came out. It, I, I don't I don't think it was hip, right? You know, like it was a blockbuster. It was Steven Spielberg. You know, like I'm sure like your mom would take it. You know, take you to go see it like on Friday. And I kind of like that it's that yeah. it is sort of this big commercial music that Marty <laughs> listens. I, I feel like now if you know if they were to do 2016, it'd be like, oh yeah, I sure do love Fallout Boy. Yeah. That's a great point, actually. It is sort of like a square movie, in a sense. And that's like the squarest band in the world. Yeah, because so like, Marty's, well, not, a, Marty's well, not a hipster. Well, it is, it is hip to be square. It is hip to be square. <laughs> and the heart of rock and roll is still beating. <laughs> that's a good point, though. When I was a little kid, I thought that Huey Lewis and the News also did the DuckTales theme song. Oh, that, that, that makes sense. Yeah. That I makes love perfect that. sense. Oh, I wish that was a thing. And yeah, they should to, cover it. And to be fair, he's great in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Lewis. True. So I'm not. He has one of my favorite uh, expressions in the whole movie. 
just <laughs> looking back and forth at the other judges. Great. Eat shit, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite line in the movie. Um, uh, so, so, Pat, what, uh, what, what we've been asking our guests um, what their background with the movie is or if they have any fond memories or memories of the first time they saw it or anything like that. I actually just watched it for the first time today. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually do. Um, when I was a kid, my parents worked. And then, so in the summer, my cousin would babysit. She was like an older cousin. She was very cool. She was in high school. She was listening to cool music. And I remember very distinctly, like, <laughs> this was a movie that she that we would watch this was like a movie that she was the first person to ever show it to me I thought she was so cool so I thought the movie was like the best and I was super into it and I watched it constantly on a loop for years and then saw the second movie in the movie theater and I like have such distinct memories of I saw them in the movies twice and I have such like fun distinct memories of seeing that in the movie theater so it's definitely like been a part of me for as long as I can remember I don't remember probably like the exact first time I saw it, but I remember it in the context of like that time frame. Very much like being at her house and sitting in the chair and just like eating it up and loving it. Thinking and probably not understanding any of it, but just still thinking it was so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I talked about uh, way, way, way early on, like the first week of the show. Might have been the first episode. I talked about um, having uh, watched it the first time after writing the ride. Um, great and and not or actually I didn't ride the ride I went to ride the ride and my dad describing it to me was like too scary and so I was like I'm not doing that why would I want to travel back in time and get eaten by a dinosaur that sounds horrible Um, and and then my dad like when we got back you know my dad like showed me the movies to make me understand Um, but but I but that it's it's actually a similar thing because while he showed them to me the first time that was also over the summer and over the summer yeah. my my great grandmother would babysit me like every day she lived like across the the condo complex from my dad and so i would go over there with the three vhs tapes of the trilogy yeah. and just watch them every day yeah it was great um, yeah, for me i awesome. think it was more like the what she would do to like not have to hang out with me for like 2 hours she would just sit <laughs> me in front of back to the future cuz she knew i would be it, content but totally. i still like have such great like fond memories of that time it was the 80s yeah. man the 80s were the best oh yeah man you know, I, crazy just, is... I just realized i watch these damn movies every single day and my grandmother never said a word yeah. <laughs> she just sat there on the couch next to me and watched them with me every day that's like very nice first of all i i don't think i ever realized yeah. that she did that but she totally did yeah. weird wow great grandma that's a great that's a great thing yeah great great grandma yeah (laughs) yeah it's true great great grandma you know one of the movies that i that i watch more than any other like in the pantheon of like movies i watched when i was a kid this is it was it's not uh back to the future but it was i was obsessed with forrest gump when i was like five or six okay i just i just love forrest gump and you know that's another zemeckis movie and you know what I think those two movies have in common besides, and a lot of Zemeckis movies really, and certainly Back to the Future more than Forrest Gump, but for a live action movie, it 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 moves and acts a lot like an animated film. Yeah, 
Totally. And Mm -hmm. I wonder if that's why it was able to hold that movie in particular was able to capture so many kids minds you know because like you, you, when you think about what kids watch it's mostly cartoons yeah or like yeah. animated movies you know or musicals but you know here was a live action granted a science fiction movie but you know the, there's a lot of talking and characters but it's still like kids can watch it and like have all fun and there's no robots there's no prophecies there's no superpowers and yeah. i think it's just because it is stylized a lot like a fun like animated adventure yeah. yeah, and uh, Doc Brown is nothing if not a cartoon character in a lot yeah. of ways, and, he, and, and in a great way. Like his performance is fantastic. Like it's so it works so perfectly in the movie. But I think that's a hundred percent the case because there there's stuff that when you're a single digit age child, there's you're not understanding like why the a Calvin Klein joke is funny or like a lot of that stuff. But yeah. because there's so much going on and it moves at a clip, I think it really holds yeah. your attention no matter what. When I was a child, I just thought Forrest Gump was a movie about a guy. Like, I was like, okay, yeah, it's, he, a lot of interesting stuff happens to him. I can imagine why this was a film. And then, like, <laughs> years later, when I was, like, 14, and it was, like, on, like, FX, and I was, like, at a friend's house, and there's that scene where, you know, the nurse is like, he has an IQ of 75, Ms. Gump. And I was like, oh, my God, he does. That's why this is a movie. <laughs> That's why this is all amazing. And it shit happened. Oh, it, yeah. It, it, it wrecked my whole universe because I just thought he was like a regular dude. You were relating to him. Yeah, yeah I was related. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> took him five years to Man, get Man, I college. really yeah. understand this guy. Yeah, at totally. years old. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty that's fine. Leave him alone. <laughs> oh, man. Forest yeah, Man. no, I, uh, I, I think I, ju- I just realized. I mean, I think I always knew this in the back of my head, but I don't think I ever, like put this together but i just realized that i was into back to the future before i had ever seen star wars oh really yeah because i I didn't see star wars until we moved into the townhouse which was like like a year or two after the con after living in the condo and it was in the condo that i watched back to the future so because i was like i would have been like five or six then and and then i watched star i didn't watch star wars till i was 10 when the when the THX VHSs came out. Yeah. God, I'm so I was like the perfect I was like the perfect age for Star Wars. Totally. Man. But um, like Back to the Future is kind of how kids see the real world at that age. Like yeah. everything is already heightened and like larger than life, you know, and it's like, okay, right. yeah. I, I Every you know, it. you know what's funny is is you know, Pat, you said that uh that Doc is a cartoon character. They're all cartoon they characters. They are. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Like, you just think about it, and it's like, oh, yeah, he is. But then you're like, oh, but also, Marty, he moves around a lot. Oh, and, and, and George is really weird, and, and I mean, yeah. Biff is just Biff a cartoon is a total cartoon character. <laughs> it's like, oh, totally. they are just all cartoon characters. Yeah, they're all very broadly, like, shaped and stylized. Mm. And, like, you know, you think about Marty, and he's very, like, liquid and, like, fast, and then you th- and, like, kind of light. And then you think about Biff, and he's very, like, thick and, mm-hmm. like, square. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're, they're. I mean, get they do literally become uh, cartoon characters like a few years from now. So. That is which, true. Which we will talk about. Yeah, but it, in yeah. a movie like this, at least they're all still relatable. Like you know, you still see yourself in 
somebody there. And that's sort of like what Absolutely. makes it not a bad word to say it's a cartoon character, I think. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Oh, I don't think that's ever a bad word. Unless it's like a, a drama. drama. Yeah, then sometimes. Yeah. Then you don't <laughs> want cartoons. <laughs> right. Like Forrest Gump. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, uh, that's all I got for this minute. You guys have anything else? No. I don't think so. Oh, that commitment to, to sleeping that same way, though, the second time is is on point. Michael J. Fox made a decision. He went yeah. there. <laughs> he, well, they, he made an I guess they choice. just shot it the same way. Maybe they maybe they didn't tell him that they changed the lighting outside the window. Just keep the same static shot. Yeah. Or what if it's Robert literally Zemeckis. the same shot. Like, yeah. Exactly the same shot. <laughs> what if no, Robert Zemeckis was at the same time? What if Zemeckis was like, all right, Michael, just uh, just get in bed and just sleep however you normally sleep. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, really, that's weird. what you're going with. You told me to sleep naturally. Is this weird? No, Michael, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Zemeckis, Zemeckis pulls Kathleen Kennedy aside. He's like, did we, did we make a mistake with the whole Eric Stoltz thing? Cause you, see how, you, see how <laughs> you see how Fox happened? sleeps? Jesus. Who's this, Mike ass. Fox? This Mike Fox kid? I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, <laughs> Eric Stoltz wouldn't have slept like this. His butt's, like, in the air. <laughs> how do you think Eric Stoltz shot this scene? And if he did, how do you oh, think he I would slept? love – that would really say a lot about those two people. As a I bet he slept like a Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> that is exactly what I pictured. Exactly arms, what I pictured. Arms crossed. Yep. And he, and, he, and he rose off of his bed like Nosferatu. I love, like, a Dracula. <laughs> a Dracula. <laughs> a Dracula. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm all for just re- calling all vampires Draculas now. And sure. <laughs> there's a Dracula. Oh, look at Dra- Oh, he's a Dracula. <laughs> it's like Twilight, Twilight remake. Yeah. Oh, Dracula. is that that movie about all the sparkly Draculas? Yeah. <laughs> Be kind of like if we called all werewolves Talbots. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But Guys, way remember, less, way remember, less relatable. Remember when Twilight fans. Uh, picketed Universal Studios when they made the Wolfman because they said that they were ripping off Stephanie Meyer. No, really, I don't remember that. But yeah, because they said they said that she invented werewolves. Oh my god! Like I want to laugh, but Twilight was as bad as it was gonna get. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! I think back about that whole series, and I'm like, those weren't that bad. They were boring, but. There's worse things than boring. The, yeah, the biggest defense <laughs> is that they were boring. I would agree. And also, they had a couple of really good directors in there, and they were just wasted on those movies. And some really great actors. Yeah. Remember when the remember uh, was the, the third one was directed by uh, what's the David guy? Slade. The Hannibal guy. Yeah, David yeah, Slade. David Slade. And Man. the second one was directed by uh, I think it was Paul Weitz, maybe Chris. No, Chris one Weitz. Of the, yeah. One of the Weitz Chris brothers. Weitz. Chris Weitz. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Wow. And the fourth one uh, was directed by Bill Condon, who just directed a really great movie last year, Mr. Holmes. Oh, was that him? Yeah, it was fantastic. I really liked that movie a lot. Is that oh. Gods and Monsters, Bill Condon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Directed a Twilight movie? He directed, he directed two the, of them. <laughs> he directed the best Twilight movie. If you ever have, like, a six-pack of beer and some friends, Breaking Dawn Part 2 is oh, I'm into so that. much fun. Yeah, I've seen it. I'm into it. That's the one where the uh, werewolves talk, but their mouths never move. It's the one where there's like 80 beheadings on camera. 
I'm into it. <laughs> I'm into it. Let's, I can't wait uh, till you guys do the Twilight Minute. I'm Twilight Minute. All the Twilight movies. I saw the first three once in theaters in a trilogy screening. What, what the hell? What's that yeah, story? Yeah, with, with an ex-girlfriend. For a whole um, day. She was convinced that I would like them, and I did not, and she was really mad at me. And I was like, you dragged me to this. <laughs> That's also <laughs> the worst possible way to watch those, is in a row I was once. the only one laughing at certain moments. It was bad. It was a bad scene, you guys. It was a oh, real man. bad scene. I saw the first two on, like, opening night with a bunch of people, and it was, like, a blast because it was just stupid. <laughs> well, it would be a blast if you went with a bunch of people who didn't take it so seriously. Ex- and that's what it was, yeah. Totally. That was that was not my experience, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> um, <clears throat> anyway, Twilight Minute. Um, Cultural God, phenomenons, you know? Yeah, totally. Absolutely. All right, well... Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with Minute 108. In the meantime, you can go to our website, backtothefutureminute.com. Leave comments there. Join our community. Uh, we've also got Credits Week coming up. Yeah. Like five solid days of nothing but credits. So give us something to talk about by emailing the show, contact at backtothefutureminute.com. We've already got a handful of emails, and uh, they're giving us some fun stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um, and if you so- want to tweet us, you can tweet us at BTTF Minute. We love talking to you guys on Twitter. Or, you know, if you want to share us any, like, cool Back to the Future stuff or drawings or whatnot. Uh, speaking of drawings. Oh, my God. We got we to give the shout out. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. BTTF well, actually, Minute. actually. Actually, yeah. So somebody did. Uh, uh, somebody did draw the, uh, the Mr. Fusion Jaeger. <laughs> yeah, the Mr. Fusion Jaeger that we asked for. That was yeah. amazing. <laughs> and you can look for that on bttfminute.tumblr.com. It's definitely one of the coolest uh, things that we've gotten from listeners. Oh, yeah. uh, so Patrick, from, we were. Uh, that was yeah. from Mr. McFly. Thrill me, I think on Tumblr. Jesus, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, but thank you so much. I didn't yeah. know that was the name. Well, yeah, uh, and and I, she's gonna be. Uh, well, I, I don't want to make an assumption. I don't know if it's a she or not. Um, but but uh, they are going to be on the podcast uh, for one of our last two live action minutes next oh, week. Oh, no, well, so. I can't wait to talk to him or her or whatever that person prefers. Yeah, uh, and they can like us on Facebook, uh, f- uh, leave a five star review on iTunes, which is by far the dopest thing you can do for a podcast. It really helps us out. And, and if we get po- and if we get up to if we get fifty by the end of the uh, by the end of April or by the beginning yes. of April, we will come back by the end of April with Back yes. to the Future Part Two. So initiative. That's a great deal. That's a great and, deal, uh, guys. Yeah. Leave those <laughs> reviews. And there's and like two thousand uh, of you. Come on. Yeah. 39, and you can also, 39 of you can afford to go and leave a review, please. <laughs> totally. And uh, you can also listen to our other podcast, The Doctor's Companion, where we talk about classic episodes of Doctor Who with our good friend and compatriot Cassandra Fredrickson and Geek by Night, our original audio series, which is in full swing. And you guys can listen to and download and just freak out over. And as I believe always, episode the, five uh, comes out tomorrow. Dope. Um, Dope, dope, so, dope. Oh. And also, out. also directed by Cassandra. And then, as always, Star Wars Minute, uh, which is I uh, probably on Coruscant by now, I think. Uh, and Goodfellas Minute, which is also on Coruscant, I think. And uh, Jaws Minute, which we're really proud of. Good, Goodfellas Minute's in the '80s now, so they're they're in the home stretch at this point. Yeah, they're they're almost, all they're all paranoia and yeah. And Tommy's gotta almost going to get made. Get, 
Got to get home and, and, and stir the sauce. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and then Jaws Minute. That <laughs> was a Jaws Minute. Uh, Jaws. Jaws, Jaws. Uh, Jaws Minute, which has just set sail, and we wish them the very best of luck. All right. Uh, we'll <laughs> hear, hear from you tomorrow. <laughs> we'll see you guys. Bye. Bye.